good football fans welcome back to the fourth and mile podcast alongside my good friends Brady, bradley and jeremy my name is josh and we appreciate you all tuning in so that was an entertaining game for uh the fourth and a mile uh crew here we had a border battle on the nfc north and i had the privilege of watching it with uh ours ours truly uh jeremy becker that's not how you say that but um but jeremy becker and that was a that was a fun time did we do we have fun watching it together? It, it one would, person did. It stayed civil. It was, it was fun, very right? civil. Yeah, very civil. Had I been time. watching it with you two, I don't know. <laughs> Went to been civil. <laughs> no, <laughs> I sit. I sit in my basement and watch alone <laughs> for, for good reason. Uh, yeah, I mean that that game highlights the week, um, but overall, just a, a crazy week. Oh. Um, there's going to be some points that um, Jeremy's not going to like but there's going to be some points that Jeremy is going to love. And we will point those out um, throughout this week 11 recap. We will start with the Thursday night game. Um, there is really nothing to talk about outside of the Patriots defense. Did anybody play against the Patriots defense this week in fantasy football? No, I did not. I did but I did have Nick Folk in one league. Oh, <laughs> yes. He, he did good as well too. I played against uh the Patriots defense in a league and they scored 28 points. Uh, yeah, that puts you behind the eight ball to start of Thursday. Um, as far as the rest of the stat line, the next highest score outside of the kicker in the defense was 12 and a half. And this is a guy that you weren't going to play um, in Nelson Aguilar. Yes. Uh, there are some things to talk about this game though. The running back room for new England. Are we a little bit concerned now um, before Damian Harris got hurt. He was clear cut. The guy, 20 plus carries a game, uh, gets concussion. Ramondre Stevenson comes in, plays extremely well. Now they're both back in. Stevenson has 12 carries. Damian Harris has 10. Does that concern you guys going going forward with this running back room? It, it concerns you just because you can't really play one and feel comfortable. Like, obviously, if you have Damian Harris, like you're probably going to play him but you still don't feel comfortable knowing that Ramondre Stevenson's probably getting 50% of the carries. Yeah. When Sony Michelle left town, you thought that you were getting a bigger chunk than 50, 50. And it's just unfortunate. Well, for, I should say Damian Harris owners that you're not getting as big of a piece of the pie as you thought. And I had thought like Stevenson might've been the safe one. Cause I figured the receiving role would go to one of those two guys, either Harris or Stevenson. And I thought it'd be, it, it'd be, Stevenson, but it's Bolden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks yeah. to be the target leader for those three. So it just doesn't really. It, it's kind of pulling the rabbit out of a hat. You gotta gotta get lucky. I still feel okay about Kendrick Bourne as like a flex wide receiver three option, like a, a desperate play. I mean, he caught all four of his targets. Didn't get in the end zone, but he still had a, a semi productive year for them. Um, on the Atlanta side, they missed Cordero Patterson. Um, and in my opinion, you're playing Kyle Pitts every single week, regardless of if he has an off week or not. Yep. Um, do you guys feel otherwise on that? Oh, I agree with that. Okay. Let's move on to probably the biggest upset of the week, at least in my opinion. Maybe this will spark some conversation. Indianapolis won 41 to 15. They dominated Buffalo. This is the part where Jeremy gets extremely happy. Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries, 185 yards, four touchdowns. But yeah, he had three catches for 19 yards and a touchdown. So he had five total touchdowns um, and half point PPR. That's 51.9 fantasy points. Um, 
yeah, if you played him, congratulations. You won your fantasy week. I hope if you didn't, then something happened. Like Becker, something really Becker wrong and I happened. were talking. Becker and I were talking while he was accumulating all these points. And I was like, well, I said basically what you just said. Like, well, anyone who had Jonathan Taylor is going to win this week. And he's like, I might lose. And I have Jonathan Taylor. So Becker, how did that, how is that transpiring? I'm going to lose. No. Oh, <laughs> He had, he had Justin Jefferson and Darnell Moody on the other side, too. So, who, who did you also have on – like, like give me your running backs and receivers that you played this week. Well, let's just say I had, I had a tough week because Gordon was – my running backs aren't great to begin with outside of Taylor. And Melvin Gordon was on a bye. I'm missing – I've just lost Robert Woods to uh, the end of the year, and I have been missing DeAndre Hopkins as well. So, Ooh, b- Battling the injury bug. Yeah. Okay. Well uh, – I would say 95% of the teams won if they had Jonathan Taylor. And I still roster. love watching my boy ball out, though. Yep, <laughs> definitely. Um, on the Buffalo side, Stephon Diggs was kind of saved by two touchdowns. He only had 43 receiving yards. Um, this is kind of a non-fantasy football-related question. Who, who do you guys think is the best team in the AFC? Like, I feel like a lot of us thought it was Buffalo. They've had some bad losses. They have. So, who, in your guys' opinion, Man. who is the best team in AFC? It is wide open. It's for the I, taking right now. I have no I think, idea. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. I, I've thought that for probably the last three weeks. Their defense is now playing very well, and the win against Dallas just kind of reaffirms what I think. That's who I would fall back on as well. Um, the Chiefs just basically, and you're going to have that mantle until someone takes it from you, and I think the Chiefs are still there. Is it the Patriots? Nah, <laughs> it's the Chiefs. I, I think, mean, they're I the think, three seed right now. Hey, not ridiculous. They're leading their division at the moment. Who's the, who's yeah. the one seed in the AFC right now? That's a phenomenal question. I just remember seeing the Patriots at three. I Both think it's up still the Titans. Is it? it, it they've had some big wins, so that, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but, yes, Jeremy, I think you asked this question like three or four weeks ago. The NFC might be is probably better than the AFC this year. I, yeah, I just think there's more parity just everywhere across the league right now. Yep, totally agree. Uh, next game, Washington football team. Uh, I guess you could say it's an upset. They beat Carolina 27 to 21. Uh, both quarterbacks played well. Um, the Heineke uh, Terry McLaurin connection, which funny story. If you if anybody was watching Fox football today, <laughs> Terry Bradshaw literally goes Taylor Heineken and just keeps talking and the guys start laughing and say Heineke Heineke we're not a sponsor type thing. <laughs> just start talking about him uh but anyways that connection has gone real well he he looks a lot for Terry McLaurin um as far as Carolina Cam Newton was very good Christian McCaffrey when he plays I think Jeremy said it last week there's a reason he was undisputedly the number one pick um if he can stay healthy he's Incredible. Any thoughts on this game? I guess I'll start with Josh. Antonio Gibson. Rest of your outlook. Like, is this a flex option at best? No. no to say at best, like, he's still going to be in contention for your day, like, week to week, like, starting. Like, I think he's a bottom tier RB2. Since week six, 3.4 fantasy points, 6.6, 6.9. By week, 20.8 and 7.5. That sounds yeah. like a flex option to me. What do you guys think? No, I'm I, running back too. Yeah. It's not a, you're not happy. Like, uh, you're not going to be stoked with the consistency that you're getting because you're not getting any consistency. But I do think 
his upside of being able to get 20, like you just mentioned a couple of weeks ago was, or I think it might've been last week was it's still there. And I think that's what defines an RB two. I mean, he had 19 carries today. I, I, I think he's an RB two. I, I understand your argument. Um, the biggest disappointment for him right now is he's getting like nothing in the, the receiving game, nope. which is what we expected to be the big upside of his game. Moving on to the next game, uh, a sloppy game Baltimore won 16 to 13 on a I think it was a late touchdown by Devonta Freeman uh Chicago both quarterbacks were either didn't play because of illness or got hurt um we'll start with this Darnell Mooney had 16 targets that'll work um and, <laughs> and then Devonta Freeman was kind of saved by uh six targets and catching all six of them and then a, a touchdown as well so uh Guys, this might be a, a, a waiver wire target question, but if Darnell, I guess the question is, is Darnell Mooney out on waivers and how much would you put on him for Fab? For the most part, I don't think Darnell Mooney's out on free agency. No. I'd be I'd be really surprised if he is. In I, redraft, you think he, he might be? I don't think he is. Uh, according to Sleeper, he's uh, rostered in 95% of the leagues. Fair enough. Um. But what's concerning is that he only had five catches out of 16 targets. That's not great. I mean, I, I, would, say <laughs> a, I would say as a podcast, we're, we're, uh, we're a chase the targets, chase the volume. But, like, if they're bad targets, like, being being less than a third of your targets or a third of your catches on targets is just not a great stat. Totally agree. Anything else about that game, or can we move on? Let's move on. Okay, move on to Cleveland versus Detroit. Uh, Cleveland won this game 13-10. to 10. Um, If I'm a Lions fan, I'm happy about this. Uh, the Texans won today, and you competed against a, a semi-good team in the Browns. And they've been competing the all year. Like a yeah. ton of games they've been competing. I feel like their outlook is is pretty good because I, they want the number one pick. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, that's reassuring. Um, as far as fantasies related, both running backs were fantastic. Uh, Jarvis Landry had a rushing touchdown. Otherwise, talk to me about DeAndre Swift. I mean, this is a guy that I feel like we were quite low on compared to the rest of the fantasy industry. Um, what's what's his outlook rest of the year? And then let's let's talk dynasty. Where where does he sit for you guys dynasty wise? So I think what the encouraging thing with DeAndre Swift right now is the last two weeks, he's over 130 rushing yards and going into the season, we thought more of him as more of a, not, not really a scat back, but just more of a, Hey, he's going to get you eight catches. But the fact that he's doing it on the ground is, is very impressive. Now he's got a a tough couple of weeks coming up uh, outside of the Minnesota, but um, you know, I mean, dynasty wise, he's got to be in the top six to eight range of running backs. Totally agree. I'd put him in top five, probably. I was good. That's that's the first number I thought I thought of a top five. Like he's twenty two, like still super young. So, and he's like his situation can't get worse, in my opinion. Who like would you guys si- go? Who would you guys go with? Uh, DeAndre Swift or Najee Harris? Najee, Najee Harris. Najee. Like right now, At- I'm think. What I'm thinking is JT one, Najee two. Christian McCaffrey three, DeAndre Swift four. That's just my initial thought. Off the yeah. cuff. Off I don't the hate it. I'd probably have Swift at like six. I think I'd take Taylor McCaffrey, 
Kamara, Najee, and Delvin. And then I'd probably put Swift right there. That's fair. Yeah, I don't hate that either. But uh, I, to Bradley's point, that's been the most impressive thing for me is that he's doing it. Like, yeah, he had three catches today, but he had three catches for no yards, you know? So <laughs> everything he's doing is on the ground right now. And if he's doing that and still getting three to five targets a game, I mean, you're, you're talking about that's why he's in the conversation with those other guys. For sure. Uh, let's move on to our next game, San Francisco against Jacksonville. San Francisco won 30 to 10, kind of on a hot streak. Um, as far as stat line, uh, Brandon Ayuk with another big game. Um, if I told you guys that Debo Samuel had two targets, caught one of those targets for 15 yards and still had a great fantasy day, would you guys be surprised? Uh, yes. Yes. He had eight carries for 79 yards and a touchdown. So he still had 16 fantasy points with only two targets. Um, quite impressive. George Kittle with a touchdown on Jacksonville side. Uh, James Robinson with a late touchdown. Rather inefficient day for him. Um, yeah, that that's basically it. Um, I know you guys are going to think this is like a bold take, but if somebody said, I'm dropping Jeff Wilson, I'd be like, go for it. Yeah, like pick him up or go ahead drop and drop him. Jeff. Drop him. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. No, totally. This is very, really, very murky backfield in San Francisco. You just, you know, you never know who's going to get it unless it's Elijah Mitchell, apparently, this year. <laughs> the two games he's played 2.8 yards a carry and 2.63 yards a carry. Can I interest you in that? Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> There's gracious. a reason why Debo touched the ball seven or eight times in the backfield. How about Ayuk, yeah. though? Yeah, like seven targets for eighty-five and one. Like, good if for him on, finally getting on the board. On to him, the congratulations! Back. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's a good. Or if you picked him up at the right time, good for you too. Good timing. Sure. Yep, totally. So now let's talk about the game of the week. Our both of our teams, the Minnesota Vikings versus Green Bay Packers. Um, if you started any player that was in consideration for like a fantasy start, you were happy with it. Aaron Rodgers. 37 fantasy points. Kirk Cousins with 28. Delvin with 21. A.J. Dillon with uh, 12. Devontae Adams had two touchdowns, had 27. Justin Jefferson had 33 fantasy points. Adam Thielen had eight catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling even had a great <laughs> game uh, with 20 fantasy points. I, I want to start with Jeremy here. Uh, what are your thoughts on A.J. Dillon's day without Aaron Jones. I thought Dylan looked good. I mean, I, I still think it's funny. And I said this to Josh today, like there was, there was a, basically every scout at minus maybe the Packers saying that while going through the process that Dylan wasn't going to be a receiving back at all. I mean, I think he looks pretty natural catching the football and he does a really good job with it when he has it in space. Um, I, to be honest, if you're a Dylan manager, what you're most disappointed with probably is LaFleur's play calling. Like, I think it's been somewhat suspect the last couple of weeks. I think he's really been just really quick to ditch the run. And I think today was part of that. I mean, he only rushed the ball 11 times, averaged just under five yards of carry. Now he had six catches. So you're really happy about that. Um, but I, I overall, I think you're encouraged because I think if they do go back to that and they will, when they're at home and it gets cold, they're going to ride him. Um, so I think you're encouraged for sure. Yeah. In my opinion, I was a little disappointed 
Um, just because like I mean, you talked about it last week with Aaron Jones out, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking at the stats right now. I don't know who Pete Taylor is. He, he carried the ball four times, but I was expecting 16 to 22 rushes from uh, AJ Dillon. Uh, obviously the catches saved him. Uh, he looked good later on. It took him a little bit to get going, which I think is what you're going to see a lot with AJ Dillon. He's got that Derrick Henry type where He's bigger. He's going to wear people down type thing. Um, but all in all, like I was, I was expecting him to get Aaron Jones's targets, which he did. He got six targets and caught all six of them, but I was expecting a little bit more in the run game too. And, and it might not be his fault either for that. I was impressed with his footwork. I think for as big of a guy as he moves very well, especially in open space. Yeah. I remember they, they made a, on the broadcast, they made a big, point of this reception it was like in the flat on the right side of the line of scrimmage and from rogers it was a bad throw it was a little high and he took it down it easy nice and that was, a, that was a very very athletic grab and got like i think he's got a good future brady to your point that's why i'm disappointed like give it to him early let him grind in it like they just i think just that's did. what i think that's what they did but they didn't go back to him after no, I thought right away he was inefficient to start. I thought they they bottled him up right away. Then he had some runs at the end where it looked like he was a little bit better, and then they just they didn't give it to him anymore. Yeah, they probably, probably didn't help that that uh, Valdez Scantling caught a seventy five yard touchdown, and that was a one play drive. So true, I mean, they were torching the Vikings in the second half. Um, Bradley, question for you. How many receivers would you put ahead of Justin Jefferson? So glad you asked that because I was I was gonna ask you guys that. And I have a I have a very difficult time putting four people ahead of him, to be completely honest with you. I I would put him probably at three right now. For redraft. I'm talking I'm about receiver a wide receiver. Oh, just like the NFL. Yeah. Who would I you put ahead of him right now? I would put Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. And now it puts Stefan Diggs right behind him. I would go Adams, Jefferson, Diggs, Hill. I'm just saying he, like, without a doubt, top five. I don't think we can argue about that. But, like, we saw how good he was in year one. And we're like, wow, he like, he's special. He's taken it another notch because their coverages are shifted towards him. A lot of one-on-one coverages. And we, yes, he had a good week this week. But last week, coverages were just as much on him. And anytime it was one-on-one. It wasn't one-on-one. It was Jefferson's ball. Yep. Let's it move on. To... Push off. Just <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this kid. You guys, I love him. So, I mean, I think out of the four of us, I was the highest on him in, like, in the draft. And I think that's part of it, too. Like, I don't think it's just because he's on the Vikings. Like, I think he'd be doing this in any situation that he was he was put in. Like, I, I think he's that good. I think he's that talented. And I, I think I'd probably lean with Bradley's list. Adams Hill and Jefferson mostly just because of what Hill brings from just what he makes you scheme up from a defensive coordinator perspective. But I mean, Jefferson's in that conversation. I, I can get behind him being number three. Cause Julio's one Adams. RP to Julio. Okay. Let's move on. Miami versus the New York jets. Miami won 24 to 17. Uh Bradley's guy, the gas man, Miles Gaskins. I, lo- I love what you call him, the gas man. I like that. <laughs> That's his name from now on. Okay. Uh, he had 17 fantasy points. Jalen Waddle had another 
high volume day with nine targets um, on the New York Jets side. Michael Carter got hurt in the game. Um, and Elijah Moore, he's, he's starting to stack them a little bit. Yes. Uh, caught eight, eight balls for 141 yards and a touchdown. Uh, let's start there. Thoughts on Elijah Moore. Is this because Joe Flacco was a quarterback or, or are we thinking this could be the rest of the year type thing? I think they got a dude. Like, I, I really do. He's, he's electric with the ball in his hands. I mean, he had a one really long one. He had the 62-yard touchdown. I mean, this is the type of stuff he was doing at the college level. I mean, and he, he is stacking them together now. And I, I was fortunate. I, <laughs> I didn't realize it till the game started, but I kind of played him all over the place. So he was <laughs> big time for me today. <laughs> I want to talk about my wide receiver one, Jalen Waddell. I think he's been very good this year, and I think he's got a bright future. Uh, I think keeping Tua in there makes a ton of sense. Um, but as far as like 16.6 fantasy points, like I feel like that's a very good week for him. He's seeing a lot of targets, and, and I'd be very pleased if I had him in a dynasty league. Well, and the thing is, we're just seeing a different version of him than what we saw in college. Like, if you would have told me, hey, Jalen Waddle average eight yards a target, I'd be like, or eight yards a catch, I'd be like, who like yeah. or, why is that a thing yeah. like he's had games where he's had on he's had four games with under 10 yards per catch that's just crazy like this is yeah, a guy that's chain done. mover yeah which is crazy i i want to see him get down the field too a little bit but no for fantasy he's been great and i would yeah. be extremely happy with him um from a dynasty perspective waddle is their chain mover and mac collins is their deep threat yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> me that uh Speaking of stacking games, Philly, Philly beat New Orleans 40 to 29 in a, in a crazy good win for them. Um, Jalen Hurts, three rushing touchdowns. Um, that really helps your fantasy day. Did not have a great passing day, only threw for 147 yards. Um, but when you carry the ball 18 times, that'll get it done. Um, as far as the rest of the people, Adam Troutman, if you streamed him this week, congratulations. He paid off dividends for you. Um, Mark Ingram caught eight of or six of eight targets. Anything, any thoughts on this game? Uh, Miles Sanders was back today. What's your guys' outlook for him? I mean, 16 carries is is good. Like, oh, yeah. when you look in that backfield, you're happy with that. I, I liked him very as efficient with it too. What, what was that, Josh? I was just very efficient with it too. Yeah, but I think Becker and I were talking about that today about wanting to target him in yeah. leagues right now because he's talented like we've seen it in just a matter of getting the work and he did today so i think 24. it'd be a great yeah he's 24 years old so yeah i still I, think it'd I be like a great buy low i liked him as a buy low guy because you know they finally started to commit to the run more while he was on the ir right <laughs> um but <laughs> jordan howard was in that backfield that's what he the goat <laughs> the goat <laughs> but you could see the shift that that like they're starting to win games because they're way more balanced they're run driven and if like he's going to average 16 you know 15 to 20 carries a game and then get somewhere you know between a handful of targets like he's going to be sort of the guy you maybe thought he could be a year ago yep definitely. what do you think about devonta smith like being tied to Jalen Hurts like this was not like a horrible game by any stretch like four for 61 you can do a lot worse than that but the consistency levels are probably not going to be there if Jalen Hurts is going to be your long-term quarterback what do you think about Devonta Smith um you know this season and then uh long term as well I felt better about him before the year started uh <laughs> really 
Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, I thought this year he was going to be better than Jamar Chase. I think we had a bet on it, Josh, that I thought Demonte Smith do. was, was going to be the wide receiver one. Yeah, uh, well, I have a bet that Debo Samuel was going to be better than Brandon Ayuk, and that's going to work out well for me. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Um, but anyways, so uh, Devonta Smith, rest a year in Dynasty. Um, I, I think the player is extremely good. He was my wide receiver two um, in the class, so uh, I'm not selling him if that's if that's what you're asking for Dynasty. What do we think about this Philly team? They're five and six now. I don't know. Like they got them the Giants and the Jets before their bye. Like they could be stacking some momentum going into the uh, latter half of the year. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about them later. So let's let's table that conversation. Fair enough. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so let's move on to an upset alert. The Houston Texans. The one and eight Houston Texans, or should I say two and eight now? Or they they're three and eight now. Do they no, have three two wins? And eight. No, they're two and eight. Okay, the two and eight. Sorry, foreshadowing. They're going to win next week. The two and eight <laughs> Texans uh, beat the Tennessee Titans twenty-two to thirteen. Um, as far as fantasy relevance, it was Tyrod Taylor, and that was basically it. Uh, I Ryan Tannehill was okay. He threw the ball fifty-two times, so that I mean, you got the volume there. Uh, the running back backfield is just an absolute mess wait did you say Tannehill was okay he threw four picks 17 fantasy points isn't gonna hurt you mm-hmm. I suppose uh Hilliard had seven carries Peterson had nine and Foreman had seven what are we doing with this backfield not playing any of them correct yes <laughs> correct okay moving on to our next game Cincinnati versus Las Vegas Raiders the Cincy Bengals 32, the Vegas Raiders, 13. Joe Mixon had a day, 30 carries, 123 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Jamar Chase had a touchdown. Otherwise, his production was not great. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Vegas side, honestly, it was Dale, Darren Waller, and that was basically it. So thoughts on let, – let's start with Jamar Chase. He's kind of cooled off a little bit. Defenses might be keen in on him a little bit. What's your guys' outlook? I don't want dynasty outlook. I want rest of season outlook for uh, Jamar Chase. I mean, I think I think expect- so- Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. I think your expectation for the rest of the season is like lower tier wide receiver one, like because of maybe the adjustment that, uh, that defenses are making. So you, you, you're not getting the top five production that you maybe were expecting. So I think bottom tier wide receiver one is a safe bet. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're starting him every week, no matter who they're playing. And and there's going to be weeks where he's low-end wide receiver, too, and there's also weeks where he's top three wide receiver. Yeah. My only concern was, like, the the lack of explosive plays the last three weeks, you could say. Yeah. I, mean, there was, I mean, some of these games he had 20 yards of catch, 27 yards of catch, 26, 24. Last three, last three games have been 10, 8, and 10. So it's just like, Obviously, you're playing him, but I was just wondering if we need to temper expectations a little bit because maybe people are putting somebody over the top on him. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't know if there's a team other than the Vikings that I want to be good other than the Raiders. I, I want them to be so good. I want them to get over the hump. I listened to an interview with Derek Carr talking about like how he's just given everything he has and he's sick of, I think, they're on a three-game skid. And that's honestly my favorite non-Viking I, I mean, outside of Teddy Bridgewater, but I have ties with him to the Vikings. Um, but like, I want Derek Carr to be successful. I want him to 
win football games. I totally I think. Agree. Yeah, I think that's a fourth and a mile wide opinion that we're very fond of Derek Carr, not only the football player, but the leader as well. So for good sure. for him. Yep. Kansas City versus Dallas. Uh, not the game we were expecting, a 19 to nine game. Uh, both quarterbacks were terrible. They both hurt you today. It wasn't like they got you through. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had 11. Dak Prescott had six. Uh, Zeke only had nine carries today. That's not going to get it done. Uh, Tyreek Hill had nine catches for 77 yards with a 33-yard rush as well. So kind of a reassuring day that uh, Tyreek Hill had 15 fantasy points without a touchdown. Travis Kelsey had a rushing touchdown that really helped him out. Um, as far as this is where we're going to start with this conversation, uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire is back and the leading running ba- or the leading rusher today for uh, Kansas City. How do we feel about him going forward the rest of the year? Is this a is this a mid level RB two, even low level? What, what are we thinking of Clyde? When he's healthy, you play him. I, I in my opinion. Uh, be- Having the lead, and I know this is what got us like the fantasy community in trouble because they took, you know, Clyde before Jonathan Taylor because of just the talent. But I think there's enough talent that the situation is just insane that you're, you're going to have to them before Jonathan Taylor too. just saying. say again. <laughs> I said the league took him before Jonathan Taylor. They, they certainly did. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, But yeah, so I will say to, to that point. Jonathan Taylor got a better situation than Clyde did as far as a running back position. I think we'd be talking about something very differently if Clyde was in Indy. I'm not saying I had Jonathan Taylor as a better running back, but I'm saying as far as position wise, I don't think there was a better position for Jonathan Taylor to land in. That's interesting. Because I I think if Jonathan Taylor has six guys in the box like Clyde does, he would be hurting defenses very very badly but yes but jonathan taylor would only have 12 carries today and that's true Clyde would that, have. so that's it, true it's, a, I get it's that. a big what if game but I, no, I like in my that. opinion that's a good point it was a it was a good spot for jonathan taylor to land uh let's talk about the final game of today arizona versus seattle i mean this is a big win for arizona they've had or they've been missing is it the last three weeks that they haven't had kyler two weeks, three weeks, and they've gone two and one uh, with Colt McCoy. Uh, Big win for them. Colt McCoy had 26 fantasy points. James Conner had um, 18.4, had another rushing touchdown, believe it or not. Um, Rondell Moore, 11 targets, caught all 11 of them. Um, And then Seattle, it's it's just rough right now. Uh, Tyler Lockett's the only guy that you were okay with starting. So, um, and then finally, Zach Ertz, two touchdowns. Caught eight of nine balls. Got Ron, go ahead. I got a question for Bradley. Yeah. What team is uh, Russell going to be quarterbacking next year? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If I had to pick a team, I would probably pick Miami because they have draft compensation Miami. to give to Seattle. Denver would, would also be, be an interesting one. That would be interesting. Miami it would be, be it's gonna be AFC because they're not trading them to the same conference. It's gonna be like what the yeah. Lions did with oh, I guess never mind. They're in the same <laughs> NFC. <laughs> good Yeesh. try. I thought I thought because I thought they were into the West Coast. Never mind. We're good. But it's gonna be AFC, I would guess. I would I would think so too. But we're, little, can we agree that he won't be on 
this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, their their team's not going anywhere. I mean, Jamal Adams should be traded. Try to salvage a second round pick or something like that. Like they I give think him two first round a, picks. I think if you got a third round pick for Jamal Adams, that would be fine because you got rid of his contract. I I mean, New York Jets wiped the floor with that trade. Not oh, even yeah. close. Oh yes. Um, I'm just trying to think of a good team for him. Like, there's only a couple like extremely quarterback needy teams. The Packers after Rodgers leaves. Oh man, returning returning back to <laughs> Wisconsin. Grimy. I would be so mad. We aren't even in the offseason for this drama. <laughs> hey, follow-up question. What team is Colt McCoy going to be quarterback in next year? <laughs> yeah, great question. Hook them horns, baby. Well, I, I'll put my vote in for Russell Wilson. Uh, the New York football Giants. Be a really good team. Ooh, that would, I would like that one. That's I could see him wanting to go to New York, too. His wife oh, likes yeah. New York, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> How about the day for uh, the Moors, the wide receiver, the Moors, DJ, Rondale, Elijah, just balling out. Good for them. They just want more. I knew you're going to. I knew. On that note, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we will do week 12 preview. Hi guys, this is Jeremy Becker from the 4th and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at 4th and a Mile Pod. That's 4th and a Mile Pod. Thanks guys, and now back to the sports. Welcome back into the 4th and a Mile podcast. We are doing our week 12 preview, starting with our starts of the week. I get to start us off this week. Uh, week 11, my quarterback start of the week was Baker Mayfield. Uh, it didn't go well. His shoulder injury, um, I thought about going elsewhere with my start of the week, but I figured, hey, there's a chance that, like, I feel like Baker's one of those guys where, like, everybody, everything's against him. He was going to have a good week. No, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> not, like, not even close. So uh, my start of the week this week, I'm going with it. I'm riding the wave. I'm going Cam Newton against the Ooh. Miami Dolphins. Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough line to draw, though, as far as for us. What do we think? 12. UB1. I'm fine with that. All right. So that brings it to me. My quarterback start of the week uh, last week was Joe Burrow. The guy did not come through at all. So my quarterback start of the week this week is going to be Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, what do we think? Five. I was going to say four, so. Dang. All right. So I, I I didn't have to tell you this, but I'm going to. So in my notes, <laughs> oh I have written down Matt Stafford versus the Rams. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, got, I, li- I literally was reading. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to not going to do that but then caught myself so you all right matt stafford oh, all man. right he's gotta be QB1, one then. <laughs> <laughs> uh my start of the week last week was Derek carr which as we've talked about already is disappointing on many levels my start of the week this week was taken by brady it's gonna go cameron um <laughs> but instead It'll be Taylor Heineke against Seattle on Monday night. Heineken. Heineken. Uh, top. Not a sponsor. Okay. 14. 12. 12. 12 it is. 
All right. Well, I had Heineke top 14, but not Cam Newton top 14. Damn, disrespectful. (laughs) Well, I I had four start of the weeks here, and I'm getting my number one. So thank you guys for that. (laughs) I I went with McCorkle last week. uh, Played very well from the national football perspective. Did not play well from fantasy perspective. Was not a top 12 quarterback. But this week, I'm going with Russell Wilson versus the Washington football team. Can we just, like, start – that is a thing. Like he had a McCorkle week, which means yep. he was great. He was great for football, like the NFL, but fantasy wise, not good. What? He Let's had a McCorkle week. No, be done That's, with that. I'm making, I'm making it a thing. <laughs> Speaking into existence. Uh, are we doing Russell top Wilson. 12 for Russell Wilson? Top 11, just to be difficult. <laughs> oh Perfect. Gosh. I'll take it. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> Okay, my running back start of the week last week. Uh, this is going to be a theme. Michael Carter, uh, he got injured, was a miss. Um, my running back start of the week this week, I'm going with James Robinson against the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, I love that. Uh, top 12. The look on Brady's face. He either loves that or hates that. I can't tell. I'm going to go 14. Oh. I'll stick with 14. I can't tell. Brady, do you love that or hate that? Well, it's disrespectful. That's oh, not disrespectful. disrespectful. <laughs> That's disrespectful. It's just not. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, my running back start of the week last week was Josh Jacobs. I uh, needed to get top 18. He's 18 now, so that's probably not going to happen. And my start of the week this week is going to be A.J. Dillon versus the Rams. Sorry, Becker. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> He's done. He's done. He's <laughs> done. Oh, disrespectful. At least um, you didn't pick him, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I, he I would got ruled out on Wednesday. Yeah. True. <laughs> top, top 18. Sure. I was going to say 14. For what it's worth, I love top 18. 16. 16 it 15. is. 15. I can't just close my mouth. That's fine. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, my start of the week this week was Miles Gaskins, and he delivered. The gas man. The gas man. He he delivered a top 10 performance, need to be top 18. It was big time. My running back start of the week this week, coming off my. For for the gas man, can we, like, depending on his performance – can we put like a certain type of fuel? So like this week was really good. It was diesel. If he has like a bad week, we can say he was like a smart car or something like that. <laughs> it was battery <laughs> outrated. Oh, if we're doing that for Miles Gaskin, we are absolutely doing the McCorkle week for. Oh, he's going Mac back Jones. to it. He's are not getting up on it. Get out of here with that. Do it. Which one's better, the Gas Man one or McCorkle? Oh, it's got to be McCorkle week. It's not. It's Gas no. Man for sure. Just fine. <laughs> we're doing both. We're doing no. both. Why not? Well, as my start of the week has been hijacked here. Sorry. <laughs> Coming off his bye. Think he's going to be more involved. Javante Williams. Very good pick. Ooh, I love that like. pick. Ooh, Bradley's pissed. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying it's a really good pick. I would go top 17. I was going to say 16, Josh. You, uh... Oh, I go 17. Feeling generous. Thank you. All right. Well, as good as my quarterbacks were, I went through all of my running backs except for one. So last week I, or sorry, this week I have, or last week, I guess, uh, playoff, <laughs> playoff Lenny, who's 
uh, Monday Night Football, so he has not played yet. He's got to be top 15, so he's going to get that. Not even worried about it. <laughs> this right week, up. I'm going uh, Antonio Gibson versus Seattle. I love it. My gosh. Love it. Top Give him top. Top one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him top 17 or 18. Uh, we'll give it 17. I said 16, so I'm, I'll give it 17. Yeah. How do you feel, Alan Bradley? You feel good about that? I mean, I don't appreciate the generosity Josh was giving to Jeremy and not reciprocating it to me, but that's okay. I just said I gave it to you. I, <laughs> I said 16, and so then I went 17. I don't so, think he likes the initial 16. That's fair. Okay, my wide receiver start of the week last week was supposed to be Amari Cooper, but what do you know? A guy that Brady picks goes on the COVID list. Yeah, so <laughs> so I, I have to pick someone else. I picked Deontay Johnson, currently playing, caught a touchdown. Hopefully he's top 14. Um, my start of the week this week, I, I don't know how I feel about it, but it, it's I'm going with Debo Samuel versus the Vikings. He is going to ball out. Um, top five, six. <laughs> six. <laughs> I'm going to go the top 12. Utter disrespect that Debo? I give Josh for these rankings is insane. Is insane. Becker, Becker, give me what you got. I mean, he's been balling this year. He's eviscerating the league right now. So let's just say we gave top nine to Jamar Chase, who's the top five fantasy receiver. That's right. Okay, top nine. Top nine it is. Top nine. Boy, the huge difference from six. What Did I say six? I thought you said five. It's okay, though. Huge um, difference. Okay, but there's there's two outcomes of what's about to happen here. Either he's going on the COVID list or he's going to ball out. So, <laughs> like, let's just call it out-ish. Should I pick up my backup guy right now? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Not a bad idea. Who do you got, backup guy? Brandon Ayuk. He's not. No, he's not. So, like, <laughs> I only needed one this week. Fair enough. All right. So, my start of the week last week was Jamar Chase. He, he had an okay game, but not top nine. So, that was a miss. And so, my start of the week for the my wide receiver is going to be Brandon Cooks versus the Jets. Top two. I like it. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Uh, I'd probably go top 18. I was going to say 17 or 16, but I'll, I'll be fine with 18. I can live with 18. 18 it is. I just I wish that reciprocation was oh my gosh. I'm I just want some love over on my end. What's going to happen? All right. My start of the week for this week or coming into this week. Bradley's got me all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. My start of the week from – Last week, <laughs> Kendrick Bourne needed to be top 24. Was not. My start of the that's week. A, for what it's worth, that's a bad miss. Top 24. That's a very <laughs> generous. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, mean, Is this I wasn't going to dwell on it more than I needed to, but yeah, it's a tough scene. <laughs> call it how it is, okay? You're welcome. It was my yeah. Tough oh scene. Gosh. Tough, tough scene. I think this might be the worst collective week we've had this so far this season. It wasn't great. No, <laughs> not at all. But it's going to be good next week. Oh, you, be, you better believe Darnell it. Mooney against the Lions Ooh. on Thanksgiving. He going to feast. I like that one. Chasing mm. points. Nice. <laughs> what do, I'm not giving out the first line anymore. because 16? Oh, yeah, what, do what do you mean? What do you mean? 
and then I say 19 or something. Is that how this is supposed to go? 16. Somebody muted Josh. <laughs> so he has his next option. All right. So Rather that puts up. me up. So I have Mike Evans this last week. He's currently playing. It's going to be a miss because he's not playing very well. Had a very good first drive, but hasn't done much sense. I'm going to go with Michael Gallup. Did you say Mike Evans? Mike Evans plays tomorrow night. Mike Williams. Oh, Mike I Williams. You, said you Mike definitely Evans. said Mike you Evans. Definitely said Mike Evans. Said, I was thousand like, percent. You said Mike Evans. We're going to run the tape back. So I'm literally looking at Mike Williams right now. So I don't know where Mike I, Evans would have came from, but emptying like, my bank account that you said Mike Evans. My voice, <laughs> my voice is a little hoarse from the Vikings I'm pretty game. Pretty sure you said Mike Evans, and then he plays tomorrow night, and then you said he had a bad first drive. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to check the tape. We'll check the tape. We'll check the tape. We'll check the tape. Bad. Anyway, it's gonna be a miss no matter who it is. Mike Williams, Mike <laughs> Evans. It's not it's not happening whether he plays tonight, tomorrow night, doesn't matter. I'm going with a different Mike. Mike Gallup. Ooh. It's Michael Mike Gallup. Gallup. I like it. No, okay. I love it. I love it. You call John Jonathan? It's the same thing. Versus uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. So with that logic, we're gonna call you Brad then, right? I mean, I would say be, I, top all time. 22 for Gallup. I like 22. Just because we don't know where if Cooper Lamb's going to be back. Yeah. I'm guessing CD won't be playing Thursday night. I don't think Cooper's going to play either. I, I doubt it. No, because that 22 is looking great. Oh, do I love it. it no. 22. That was the final answer. We gave AJ Dillon top 18 and then we switched it to 15. So, yeah, just because I was happy about it. That was okay. Uh, my start of the week for tight end was Mike Asicki. Miss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just no other context. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> my start of the week this week, it's been a while. I've been a while. You. Kyle Pitts is my oh, start boy. of the week this week. Welcome he itched, back. He itched the itch. All right, what are we going for, Kyle Pitts? Just remember, he had a bad week this week. Six. Top two. Top five. Six. Six is fine. That's what it was last week. Five. Don't act like you'd be throwing <laughs> me a bone. <laughs> Just saying. I Kyle, That leads me perfectly into uh, my start of the week, which was last week, Kyle Pitts, and he missed. Um, much to what Bradley was talking about or Brady was talking about. So my start of the week, uh, this upcoming week is going to be Dalton Schultz. Can I go back to my Kyle Pitts one quick? Yeah, you can uh, take it over. Why not? He had, he had a very bad week last week. It was, we had him at top six. Why is he still at top six this week? Because there aren't a lot of good tight ends in the league. You've been quoted in this episode <laughs> saying, do not give up on Kyle Pitts. It's Dalton Schultz seems to be a top three tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I would say top eight for Schultz. Good. 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 Brady's happy with that. Had that typed in already, so. All right, my start of the week, tight end position week 11 was Dan Arnold. His game has not started yet. Oh, my bad. He had zero points. <laughs> I thought that, that was that was played. well executed. That was very. I was well about to say, hey Bradley, Bradley, he's already played. <laughs> he was a big old goose. That was one of the ones that were definitely hurt you a little bit. Sorry about <laughs> yes. that. All right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, I think I played a middle league, so I hurt myself. 
All right. My start of the week, week 12, tight end position. Dawson Knox versus the Saints, also playing on Thanksgiving. Eight. Mm. I was going to say eight's probably a good line for him. Too. Eight it is. Generous, but that's okay. I had Dawson Knox <laughs> this past week. He is currently the eighth. Need to finish at eight, so it's probably a miss. Um, this week I'm going to Adam Troutman versus the Buffalo Bills. Riding it. He's riding Dang. it. He's been uh, a decent amount of target share. I'm not sure uh, he's points. He's had a good last three weeks. I don't know. What do you think? I like 11. 12. Oh. <laughs> Bradley's freaking out about one. I'll give him 12. Becker? 12 is fine. No, just wait. Because I'm looking to see what would have classified as top 11. 8.7 fantasy points for top 11. We're That's keeping it at top 11. <laughs> Brady has spoken. All right. Okay, oh, waivers, real quick, running out of time. Give me some waiver targets that you would have in week for week 12. Ty Johnson's at the top of the list for me. We'll have to see yes. what happened with, with Michael Carter. But if, if Michael Carter's not going to be good to go, Ty Johnson's for sure at the top of the list. I would agree yeah. with that. Um, Cam Newton, potentially, depending yeah. on what your quarterback situation is. Maybe there's some bye weeks going on for sure. For me, yes, yeah, is he needs to be rostered. Rogers looked for him a lot today. I don't know if it's because Bashad Breland was on him or if there's probably if he some was actually like, like, I mean, if he hits on a, a couple more of those, like, I mean, there was a couple of them where he was open and Rogers just missed him. Uh, so I, I would target MBS. I, I will add to that too. Like when he was healthy at the beginning of the year, he it was the same thing. Rogers was just, they were just off on some timing and he could have had a couple more big plays. So it, that could be somewhat of a lottery ticket there. Now he'll, it'll be very boomer bust for sure, but he does have the ability to take, you know, one play to the house. I would like him against the Rams. Rams is going to follow Adams. Yeah. Um, Anybody else got any more? Uh, just it's I don't love it, but if running back situation, you're always needing him. Dontrell Hilliard uh, from Tennessee. He caught a ton of balls today. Um, I know we don't like the Tennessee backfield right now in general, but if you're desperate, that is an option you have. Adam Troutman. Ooh, start <laughs> of the week, baby. I, I have another one of Bradley's start of the weeks. If for some reason he hasn't picked up Michael Gallup, and then if Michael Gallup's already picked up, I would look at Cedric Wilson as well. Yeah, he's going to be the wide receiver too this next week. I can't remember if we – one last guy I'll mention. I can't remember off the top of my head for sure if we talked about him last week. I think his name came up a little bit, but it'd be worth picking up Sony Michelle, I think, at this point in the season. I mean, he's got to be a pretty highly rated handcuff um, to Henderson, who has missed some time. I mean, it, it's still a very good offense. If Henderson were to go out, especially this late in the season, like – Michelle would be in a very good position. I found myself doing uh, like if I know where my lineup set or if I have somebody that I put in my IR slot, I go pick up Sony Michelle just because he's probably, I would say Madison's probably the number one handcuff right now, but like Sony Michelle is like up there as well. And I'm not counting AJ Dillon as a handcuff. He, he's got standalone value. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I like the Sony Michelle one. Any other ones? So we got okay. Let's move to our ones gotta go. 
Um, I told you we were going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the one's got to go. This has nothing to do with fantasy. This is about the NFC playoff race right now. Uh, these are the four teams that are lodged between the sixth and the ninth spot, I believe. Um, it's the New Orleans Saints, the Minnesota Vikings, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Which team's got to go? I think we might all have the same team here. That's interesting. Go ahead, I don't Josh. want to go for it. I'll go first. All right. New Orleans Saints. That's I, the team. They're I too, too inconsistent for me. That's coming from a Vikings fan. So, like, <laughs> they are just too inconsistent where, like, they go out and beat – they beat Carolina handily or something like that and then give up so many rushing yards today to Philly. Uh, to me, it's just – and Trevor Simeon is the worst quarterback of those – for anyway, so that that's where I would put it. That's that's where my that's logic where I was. as well. I trust that quarterback position and situation the least out of the rest of them. How would you rank these teams? Oh man, that's a Uh-oh. great question. We'll know a lot more after next week, but okay. I'm just th- I'm thinking out loud, Bradley. Here, I... no, you don't think out loud. I'll start. How does that? And sound? for that I... reason, the Saints. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vikings one, 49ers two, Eagles three, Saints four. I'd flip the two at the top. Niners. Sorry, what? Niners one, Vikings two, Philly three. I'm trying to keep my bias. Out you know what? If I, if I put uh, the Vikings at one, no, I'm just like, oh, we're a Vikings podcast. Like, No, I'm right. simply just doing it based on best quarterback. I, I do. I totally agree that the best quarterback plays in Minnesota out of those four teams. Yeah. Here's what Becker's got to say. I would go Niners, Vikes, Eagles, Saints. It's going to be very telling. My Bart Scott can't wait. Jeff is coming out. (laughs) It's not not like it's not close. No, I'm not not saying it at directed toward you. I'm just saying it's a prove it week then. It is a prove it week. It's bolts and more material right now. Yep. (laughs) I'm about to head to U.S. Bank and (laughs) slap it right on there. There you go. Yeah, I think I'd agree. I think um, we'll have Vikings, Niners, Eagles, Saints for me, too. So, all right, we got By anything way, else? Call, call it right now. If Elijah Mitchell doesn't play, it's going to get ugly against San Francisco, in my opinion. Ooh, good, good call. I, Jeff, Jeff Wilson was just extremely inefficient. That's that's where yeah. I – but I think, I think Elijah Mitchell is going to play. So, we don't need to clip this. We don't need to say, oh, if the Vikings – like, that's just my opinion. Fair enough. Well, that wraps up this episode of Fourth and Mile. Thank you so much for joining us. Go deep, and we'll see you.